Namaste! Welcome to today's yoga class hosted by Love Breezy Bree Yoga and Yoga Podcast. You can access hundreds of free audio yoga classes by simply visiting lovebreezybreeyoga.com. You will also discover tons of other amazing information such as audio yoga pose breakdowns and free yoga sequences. I invite you to take a moment before class begins and read the class notes that you will find in the episode description. You will also be invited to bring props to your class and you will see links to the website. I look forward to guiding you through your personal practice. I will meet you on the mat. Namaste. Before we begin class, if you have ever considered immersing yourself in a yoga teacher training program, this year might be perfect. My Vinyasa practice is offering a 100% online Yoga Alliance approved yoga teacher training program. There are many options to choose from. So when you are finished completing today's yoga class, you can check out the episode notes and find a link to myvinyasapractice.com. Tell them that Breezy Bree sent you. I am one of the student lecturers and I wholeheartedly believe in this program and what it has to offer. It is 100% amazing. Now let's get back to the practice. Namaste. Namaste. Today's class is for those of us who like to lace up the sneakers, maybe hitting the trail or the pavement or perhaps the treadmill. Maybe you are a long distance runner, a sprinter, fast walker. This is the perfect class post run. Now for me, I like to take a nice hot bath, hot shower, or if it's a really challenging run, maybe even an icy one. And I've already done that. I have some candles lit as I like to dial down my nervous system. I've already had an entire can of coconut water. And for me, I love to nibble on some frozen berries and it's been about an hour since my run and I'm ready, I'm ready to practice yoga. So we're going to begin by utilizing our breath, which is so important, especially for those of us who run, learning how to breathe properly to help us to keep the body fueled Keep the mind engaged. I invite you to find a comfortable seated posture. You can even be lying down on your back. Utilizing any bolsters or blocks or just finding easy pose, whatever feels best. If it's in your practice to maybe close the eyes, I invite you to do so. You know, one of the advantages of pr 
practicing from home is you can be practicing in any capacity that suits you. For many yogis, it might even be practically naked. Something about just truly meeting the mat. As you begin to take awareness of the body, I want you to just send yourself a gentle message of comfort. Reminding your body that the hard work has been done. Allow yourself to feel what they call the runner's high where your endorphins are through the roof. You might even feel a little fatigued So this is going to really allow us to settle into what we've already put the body through. Our goal in today's practice is just to relax the muscles and lift up the body. Allow it to feel like it's sort of floating. Allowing our nervous system to calm down engaging in rest and digest. I want you to begin to focus on your breath. If you find yourself feeling dizzy or nauseous or just exhausted, I want you to just notice how the chest rises and falls. Just set your intention towards your breath. Allow the body and its infinite wisdom to do what it does best and just take over. Wherever you are on your mat, allow the body to relax. If you're in easy pose, allow the shoulders to round perhaps. Allowing the spine to take whatever natural state it needs to to find comfort. Allow the head to be loose, the neck to be limber. If you're in Shavasana or lying down or in any other capacity, do the same. Melting into the earth, into your pose. And focusing on yoga of the breath. I'm going to practice right alongside you in today's class. If it feels good to move the neck or the wrist or the ankles or the toes and fingers, honor that. If the body is looking for stillness, and give it what it wants. We're making an assumption that the body is warm from your run, from your walk, from your 
cleaning up after. If your body isn't warm, then just be mindful during today's practice to take your time. Take a few deep inhalations and exhalations, really exaggerating as you lift the lungs. Allowing your normal natural breath to resume. Wherever you are, make your way onto all fours, hands and knees. We're going to begin cat-cow. So we're gonna place our knees just below our hips, shoulder distance apart or hip distance wide. Hands are gonna follow suit. Planting your palms and every fingertip into the earth. I advise you to bring the tippy toes onto the mat instead of laying the tops of your feet flat. If you need to place your hands into fists or onto blocks, and if you need to put a blanket under your knees, especially after running, please honor that. I'm actually going to roll up my yogi blanket and place it under my knees. Once you find tabletop posture, I want you to take a deep inhalation, and as you exhale, tuck your chin round your spine. Pressing the earth away from you, holding this pose as your tail is tucked into your body, pelvis coming toward the belly button. Go ahead and shake your head from side to side, find your breath. And then exhale back into a flat back tabletop posture, neutral spine. Take a few deep inhalations and exhalations here. Maybe playing with your toes, maybe lifting them off of the earth, both at the same time or one after the other. Making circles with your toes, just releasing any stress that might be in the ankle. Pressing the earth away from you through the palms of your hands, really looking for this resistance and strength between the shoulders and the earth. As you place your feet back onto the mat, maybe toes are still tucked, maybe they're flattened. Inhale your nose toward the sky, let the belly hang. Press the tail out behind you, press the earth away from you. Holding this posture, but not your breath, Feeling it in the lumbar spine, perhaps. If it feels good to do anything with the neck or the head or the shoulders, maybe rolling things, being mindful of your elbows, of your wrist, then do that. Take a few deep inhalations and exhalation, and then on an exhale, take your time, you'll find yourself back into tabletop neutralized spine. If it's in your practice, you can rotate your fingertips towards your knees, opening up your forearms. 
If that is too much of a rotation, then you can turn your fingers toward the side walls or the sides of your mat or whatever other variation makes sense. If you can lean into this where you can feel the opposition in your arms and your forearms and your wrist, then do that. Whatever your limitations are, your body will help guide you and yoga will meet you all the way where you are. When you're ready, we're going to slowly make our way into a gentle, peaceful warrior, also known as child's pose. I invite you to place a block under your forehead. I'm going to grab mine. If you don't have a block, you can do double knuckles or you can just draw your forehead to the earth. If it's in your practice, you can start to reach your fingertips toward the top of the mat. Maybe pressing your palms into the earth, encouraging your tail to ground itself, looking for length in the spine and the side body, letting the belly hang between your legs or maybe on top of your thighs whatever anatomically makes sense for you. If your head's on a block or on the earth, then go ahead and bring your hands down beside you where your fingers are pointing toward the back of your mat, palms facing up. Allow your shoulders to draw down, encapsulating your chest. Almost like you're creating a little bit of an egg with your body. If this is too much with the block, you can remove it. If your head doesn't reach the earth, that's okay. Your head's gonna go below heart a little bit perhaps, so be mindful if this makes you dizzy, especially after running. And then you're gonna slowly start to draw your hands near the outsides of your knees. You're gonna press up. I like to think of this like lion's pose, right? The lion that's just guarding the castle. You can feel this in the, your lumbar spine perhaps. If you need to place a block under your tail, you can do that as well or a bolster or pillow. Depending on what feels good for your body, you can start to walk your hands behind you. Only go as far as you can handle I like to pretend I'm sunbathing or moonbathing. I draw my shoulders behind me, lift my heart, nose toward the sky, maybe even start to drop my head slightly behind me. Make any modifications that you need to. We're just opening up the heart. We're also drawing the shoulder blades together, which is stretching out the back part and the front part of the body. When we run, we tend to tense up a lot. And I was running in very cold weather. So just trying to calm the body back down. If you wanna walk your hands back into Peaceful Warrior, Child's Pose, or any other variation. Take a few breaths as you gently make your way back to tabletop posture. Set yourself up however you like, making modifications where you see fit. We're gonna wag the tail as we take 
one ear to shoulder and the opposite ear, kind of like a happy puppy here. Right ear to right shoulder, left ear to left shoulder, allowing the back of the neck to be nice and loose. There is nothing like a gentle yoga practice after a run. Now we're going to skip downward facing dog. So what we're going to actually do is just walk that right foot up and in between the front two hands. Take your time, that left knee is still grounded into the earth. I want you to begin to do what we call the runner's stretch or lunge in a sense. So you're going to draw that front knee forward a little bit. You're gonna feel that in the right hip perhaps maybe the hamstring, maybe even the pelvis. Be mindful of that left knee if you need to add a blanket or pillow under it. If you need to tuck those toes or flatten them, honor your body. You can have blocks under each of your hands as well. And take a few deep inhalations, exhalations. Be mindful if you're holding your breath at all, especially stretching out the muscles that you just use to run the body. If the body doesn't feel warm, then just take your time. Don't go into the full expression of the posture. If you feel warm from your run, from your hot bath or shower, or maybe you're just in a warm space, maybe there's heaters, or it just feels nice and humid and you just feel warmed up, then even better. We're going to then begin to lengthen that front leg, point the toes towards your nose, just relief, relieve any pressure off of the knee. And you can slowly start to draw that left hip down toward the left heel. Taking your time, again, using blocks or props anywhere you need to. Deep inhalations, deep letting goes. making the mind-body connection, slowly drawing that front foot forward. We're going to walk that right foot all the way to the edge of the right mat and draw that right hand on the inside. This allows us to open the hip a little bit more as we lean into it. Again, bringing that right knee a little bit forward. That back leg is lengthening a little bit more. Those back toes can be tucked or flattened. And if you wanna take this into a deeper expression of the posture and you know what the deeper expressions may be, please honor that. I'm not going to guide us there today as I just am focusing on a gentle hip opener and I don't wanna encourage anyone to take it further unless it's already a part of your practice. And keep in mind, just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to every single time you practice yoga. That's the beauty of the practice. When you're ready, you're gonna slowly draw the body back, draw that foot in between the hands. Take your time as you slowly tuck that back toe and lift that back knee into a low lunge. I want us to walk that back foot to meet the front and then slowly bring those feet about hip distance apart. Keep your head lifted above heart here and we're going to draw our hands to our hips 
and slowly hinge all the way into a standing posture. Allow your knees to lengthen and straighten at the very end. Begin to tuck your tail in where you feel like the glutes are tight. Do that on purpose. I want you to keep your hands placed on your hips and start to draw them towards your lower back as far as you can take them. Palms pressing into the lower back. Eyes start to go toward the sky if you can handle this in your practice. Shoulder blades start to come together. Lift the heart up. Feeling a gentle back bend here. Slowly start to rise. Yes, we're going to inhale the hands really high toward the sky. Interlace all of the fingers except for the pointer. Draw your chin into chest. Bring your shoulders out of your ears. Look to draw the body down from the top while lifting up and becoming light through the balls of your feet. And then slowly release your hands by your side. Find any expression of mountain pose that's in your practice. Drawing the shoulders behind you, lifting your heart. Hands can be by your side or palms facing forward, fingers spread. Nose is pointing toward the front of the mat. I want you to lift every single toe off of your mat. I want you to feel your heel as well as the triangle points of your feet planting into the earth. And then slowly start to drop one toe with the baby toes all the way down until the big toe reaches the earth. Look for grounding. I want you to take your right hand and place it just below your belly button palm facing into your belly, and your left hand's gonna come out, palm facing behind you. And I want you to just steering wheel your pelvis from 12 o'clock to six o'clock, from 12 o'clock to six o'clock, from 12 o'clock to six o'clock, and then find neutral. Wonderful. We're going to inhale our hands toward the sky, Exhale as we gently swan dive down. Inhale, lifting halfway, neutralize your spine. Exhale, bend your knees, and we're gonna slowly step the right foot back. Find your low lunge. Once you find your low lunge, drop that right knee. You can flatten that right foot. And then we're going to go ahead and just accentuate the opening of the hips here. If you want to tuck those back toes and if you did that on the opposite side or it just feels good for you, honor that. Find your breath, use your props if you need them. Deep inhalations, deep letting goes. When you're ready, we're going to slowly lengthen that front leg. Take it into like a nice hamstring stretch. Toes point toward the nose, releasing the knee. Drawing that right hip down to the earth or toward that right heel as best you can. Find your breath, notice if you're holding it, especially if the muscles are tight. And that's just it. We wanna try to prevent the body from becoming too tight. Keeping it nice and limber. There's this thing about yoga, people who are highly flexible. They're afraid to bike or run or do anything that will tighten up the pelvic girdle, the hips. 
in fear of losing their flexibility. But we don't want to live like that, right? We want to enjoy life and utilize yoga as a beautiful tool that it is. A tool to continue to keep our bodies, our mind, and hopefully our spirit in balance. When you're ready, you're going to slowly come back onto that front foot. We're going to draw that foot all the way to the left side of the mat and draw that left hand inside of that left foot. When you're ready, you can slowly start to lean into this, opening up the hips, taking it deeper if it's in your practice, but taking a little time before you transition there. Maybe this hip is tighter, maybe it's looser. Whatever's showing up for you, just breathe some of that prana, that life force energy into that space. Allowing your body to speak to you and being open to listen. Don't question, listen. A few more deep inhalations and letting goes. Whenever you are ready, you can slowly start to bring it back, drawing that foot in between. We're gonna tuck those toes behind us, lift that back knee. This time we're gonna draw that front foot to meet the back foot and you're gonna find yourself in plank. I want you to immediately drop your knees. We're just gonna find a nice little tabletop posture again. So draw the knees about hip width apart. From here, we're gonna shift our weight into our left hand and we're gonna sweep the right one toward the sky, allow the eyes to follow. Press the palm of your hands into the earth, lifting all the way through the right fingertips toward the sky. Just getting a nice gentle twist here. Exhale, we're going to thread that right hand right under that left side. Draw that right shoulder down to the earth. And you can keep that left hand pressing into your mat to keep pressure off of that right shoulder. If you have an injury in your shoulder, present or old, and you can Notice it here, please come out of the posture. If you wanna go deeper into the shoulder opener, you can lengthen that left hand toward the top of your mat or even take it into a bind or a twist if that's in your practice. Find your breath. By far, this is one of my favorite postures after a run. Few more deep inhalations and deep releases. I'm curious if anyone can hear my poodle chewing on his bone right on my yoga mat. He always wants to practice with us. Whenever you're ready, we're gonna draw that left hand toward our mat right near the face, if not already there. Press the earth away from you Draw yourself back into tabletop. I want you to take a few cat cows or happy puppies or whatever feels good. Just go ahead and break up any tension that's in the shoulders, the spine, the pelvis. Play with your ankles, play with your toes, play with your fingers. Just everything we've already done, go ahead and introduce whatever felt best here. Maybe opening up your forearms again if that felt amazing. Releasing the neck. 
And when you're ready, we're gonna bring it back to tabletop. Take a few more breaths here. And then slowly, we're gonna shift our weight into that right palm of the hand as it places deep into the yoga mat, into the earth here. And we're gonna slowly lift that left hand toward the sky, the eyes will follow. Press the earth away from you as you lift through each fingertip, taking a twist. Draw that shoulder back down. On your next exhalation, release it and thread it right under the opposite side, taking any variation of the shoulder opener. Maybe it's the same as what you did before. Maybe it won't be. Whatever your body is needing, craving, desiring, or limiting you to, honor it. Definitely look for your breath. Maybe smile a little bit. Notice if you're grimacing. <laughs> for whatever reason, my body is not particularly enjoying twists today. So it feels very tough for me to keep with my breath while twisting. You never know what's going to show up until you're on the mat. Lifelong practice. Whenever you're ready, exhale out of this gently. Come back into tabletop and again, cat cows, happy puppies, make circles, turn your body into water, whatever feels amazing here. Please honor that. If you need to take a peaceful warrior, we're gonna go ahead and do that next. If you wanna skip peaceful warrior, we're going to actually do malasana right after a yogi squat. If you wanna go right into that or just do easy pose for now, that's your prerogative. Take a few deep inhalations and exhalations wherever you are. Imagining that with every inhalation, you're giving every single cell of your body a delicious oxygen hug. As runners, our breath is like the fuel. As yogis, breath is life. When we practice yoga, yogic breath or pratyama, is a gentle way for us to create relaxation, to bring us to comfort, to align and balance us. As a runner, your breath is literally helping you to keep going, to not give up. It's exaggerated, it's heightened. Now when you get deep into your run, especially for you long distance runners, I know I'm a long distance runner by preference, it does start to feel exactly like it does in a yoga practice. It becomes a beautiful moving meditation. Your breath begins to 
guide you through the run, just like it does in yoga. Sometimes you're intentionally practicing. Sometimes it's just the infinite wisdom of your body taking over, allowing you to just be what they call in the zone. Next time you run, pay a little attention to what it might mean for you. If you're an easy pose or peaceful warrior, child's pose, I want you to begin to come up, find yourself in tabletop, and then we're going to make our way into yogi squat or malasana, garland pose. Gonna draw your feet wide as the mat or off of the mat. You can also turn sideways and stay on your mat. Can utilize a block here, engaging in Mula Bandha. Or you can take the full expression of the posture. If it's in your practice, you can draw your elbows in between your thighs, encouraging the hips to widen, to open up, to release bringing the palms together, creating this beautiful, beautiful way of creating intention. Maybe the eyes are closed, maybe the chin is tucked into chest. Can come out of this whenever you like. You can alternate between using a block and going free as I am. I want you to just take a moment and offer gratitude. Thanking your body for showing up for you, whether it was on your run, right now, just in general. not something to take for granted. Whenever you're ready, we're gonna slowly come out of this and we're gonna find ourselves in a forward fold. If you like, you can take your head below heart, tucking your chin into chest, maybe looking at your knees or beyond toward the belly button. Your hands can loosely hang or you can grab opposite elbows. If you start to feel dizzy, just take your head up toward the top of your mat, lifting it above your heart. Try to draw your shoulders heavy as your heart draws into your chest. You can feel your spine rounding, feeling everything open up, pressing into the edges of your feet, lifting the toes, feeling the arch lifted. Start to bend the knees. We're gonna sweep gently into Ukatasana chair pose. Draw the shoulders out of your ears and bring it into cactus. If it's in your practice, you can grab opposite elbows behind your back or interlace your hands. Draw your shoulders together, lift your heart, keep your knees bent. Tail is pressed out behind you. Slowly start to lengthen your legs. Take a deeper back bend. Exhale, release. 
Inhale, hands toward the sky. Exhale, your hands into heart center. Palms pressed together. Namaste. Taking a few deep inhalations. Exhalations here. We're going to take a gentle balancing posture, tree pose. I'm going to shift your weight into your left foot, kickstand the right. Try to keep your pelvis pointed forward toward the top of your mat. And whenever you're ready, you can slowly try to balance on one foot. Any expression of the posture is perfectly fine. Take your drishti or your focus to wherever you want it to be, edge of your nose. And if you want to grow your branches or take a mudra, maybe your thumb is pressed together with your index finger, creating intention. Find your breath, notice if you're holding it, which is instinctual for your body. You can stay here. You can take this into warrior three, slowly kicking that right foot behind you. Hands can be still together, an airplane or any other variation. Utilizing a wall or a chair if you need to. Or you can just stay in tree or slowly start to make your way back to mountain which is where we will all end up anyway. Take your time to arrive back to mountain pose, hands to heart center, namaste. Draw your shoulders down, chin into chest. Release the back of the neck. Release the glutes. Draw the toes up towards your nose and then drop them back down to ground into the earth. Whenever you're ready, open your eyes, find your drishti as you shift your weight into that right foot and kickstand the left. Notice the pelvis, make sure it's still facing toward the top of the mat, and then take any variation of the posture on this side. Maybe you wanna go a little bit deeper into the expression of tree pose, maybe taking half lotus or something similar, maybe not. Growing your tree, maybe trying something new, cactus arms, arms behind your back, maybe reverse namaste, opposite elbows. Find your breath. If you wanna take this into warrior three on this side, Please honor that. Otherwise, you can stay in tree or start to make your way toward mountain, which is where we all will end up. Whenever you're ready, we'll all find ourselves back in Tadasana, mountain pose. This time, draw your hands down by your side. Let the palms face toward the body. Let the shoulders become nice and loose. Release the glutes. Step your feet out as wide as your mat. 
Find your breath. Take a slight bend in the knees, nothing exaggerated. Shift your pelvis up and tuck your tail just a bit. You're gonna bring your hands into cactus, lift your heart, and then we're slowly going to twist from the shoulders to the right. Just feeling it in that mid part of the spine. Go as deep as you can. If you wanna lengthen the hands, take your eyes behind you toward that right thumb. You can do so as well or stay in cactus. Really try to just twist from the shoulders. Notice if the pelvis and the pelvic girdle and your hips followed. Try to keep them facing toward the top of your mat. And then slowly bring your hands to prayer center, draw everything center. Still having a bend in the knees, hands back into cactus, lift your heart, tuck your tail in so pelvis starts to come up. And then slowly from the shoulders, twist to the left. If you wanna lengthen the hands out, eyes can start to follow, looking for that left thumb. Again, notice if your pelvis or your hips are trying to follow, try to keep them pointed toward the top of the mat so we can get that deep stretch where we want it. Find your breath, might be a little bit of a challenge. Our wide stance should help us to feel supported and not like we're balancing. Exhale, hands to heart, bend it back towards center and lengthen your knees. Go ahead and walk your hands to your hips and walk your feet to the center and together. Find your breath. From here, we're gonna slowly start to bend the knees, take Utkatasana, chair pose, shoulders out of the ears. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, we're gonna step into a gentle plank and then we're going to drop our knees. Go ahead and bring your towel to the earth. We're going to draw the bottoms of the feet together. A nice little white butterfly. Feet are together. Heels are starting to look for the pelvis. Draw the shoulders behind you. Lift your heart. Bound angle pose is probably one of the most healthiest postures for your hips. No matter the variation and expression of the posture, if you're deep into it or not, your body only knows what it can do, not what the posture can do. And so you're probably deeper in the posture than you live your day-to-day -day life. And so it's opening up the hips, releasing the psoas. We're gonna slowly start to tuck the chin into chest, round the spine, draw the heart in, and you can start to bring your forehead towards your toes, or at least in theory. Feeling that stretch of the body here. Wonderful. Really allow the shoulders to get heavy. 
Feel how the back of your body is starting to separate as it rounds away from the spine. Chin is into your chest so the back of your neck is loose. Allow your belly to just be so that you can really get into the pelvis, into the hips. You can always place props under your knees on each side of you if you're going to be here for a while, but we're gonna exit here shortly. We're gonna slowly start to roll out of this. Just take your time, be nice and gentle, and then gently make your way to where you're lying all the way on your back. However you want to get there is fine. We're going to take the hands above head. We're going to point the toes in the opposite direction. I want you to stretch your body nice and long. Mm, like somebody's pulling on you from each opposite side. And then you're going to slowly draw your knees into your chest. Give yourself some variation of a hug. And maybe make circles in the sky, giving your lower back and your spine a gentle massage. One direction and then the other. And if you have a block, you're going to want to borrow it for the next posture. You don't need it up to you. We're going to take a nice supported bridge pose. So draw the feet hip distance apart. Start to walk the heels towards your glutes as far as they'll go. Readjust your pelvis so that it feels like it's nice and neutralized on the earth. Let your shoulders fall as they may. Lift your head. Lengthen your neck by drawing your shoulders down and then release your head back down to the earth. From here, we're going to press the bottoms of the feet into the mat as we lift the tail or the pelvis toward the sky. Draw your chin out of your chest and you can slowly slide your block just under your body on any level. Play around with it until you find your sweet spot. Let the shoulders fall back down to the earth. Your hands can rest wherever, hips, belly. Find your breath. We're gonna hang out here for just a moment. If you don't have a block, you can start to roll one shoulder and then the other under your back, interlace the hands and use your own body as a support mechanism. Or you can just press your hands and bottoms of your feet into the earth as you lift your pelvis up. You can come out of it and take a break if you need to as well. If you're using a block, your head is just below heart, getting a little bit of an inversion. If you're also using a block and you want to draw the bottoms of the feet together, kind of like we do with butterfly, the gravity will take its course and it'll open up your hips a little bit more. Only if your back can stand it. Take a few more deep inhalations and exhalations and we're gonna slowly make our way out of this. Take your time coming out of it. We'll all meet back on the mat, knees into chest. Keep your right knee in your chest, lengthen your left leg all the way back down to the earth. Draw that knee in, 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 so you can really feel the opening of the back of the legs and possibly more. We're gonna take a twist here so that right hand can come out into cactus or all the way lengthened. 
We're gonna draw that right knee over to the left side of the body. Keep that right shoulder planted into the earth. Eyes are looking toward the right fingers. Just getting a nice stretch of the body here. Taking this into a deeper variation if it's in your practice and if it feels good for the body. Otherwise, this is just enough and plenty. Hmm. Remembering to breathe through your twist. Take a few more breaths and then we'll bring it back to neutral. Whenever you make it back to neutral, take your time. Both knees will come into chest. We'll wait for you. Whenever you're ready, lengthen that right leg all the way to the earth and squeeze the left one into your body, just as we did on the opposite side. Feeling something opening, whether it's your quadricep, hamstring, hip, pelvis, whatever it may be. Whenever you're ready, we're gonna keep that knee inside the palm of your right hand as your left hand goes into cactus or stretches out, drawing that shoulder down to the mat as we draw that left knee over to the right side of the body and your eyes will gaze over to the left, looking at your cactus hand or your lengthened arm. Paying attention to where you feel the stretch. Maybe you feel it in your hip, your glutes, your back. Find your breath and breathe into that space. forcing oxygen through your bloodstream. I must admit, a hot bath sounds amazing after this yoga practice, even though I just got out of one. Draw it back neutral, bring both knees into chest, and from here, you can take this into happy baby, furthering opening up the hips. Or you can draw the bottoms of the feet together for lying butterfly. Whichever variation or all of the above that you like. Find your breath. You can even take this into a lying split, bringing your peace fingers, wrapping them around your big toes, and just taking your legs all the way out as far as they'll go. Whatever feels amazing. Hmm. Try to get the body to relax into your hip opener as best as you can. Convince the body with your breath that this is exactly where it's meant to be. Whenever you're ready to exit, take your time. We're gonna find our knees pointing towards the sky. 
Draw your feet out a little bit wider than your hips, maybe as wide as the mat even. Let the knees kind of fall toward each other. Take your hands overhead or into cactus. Neutralize your spine. And then we're going to just windshield wiper our legs. If you need to adjust your placement of your feet, honor that. And try to inhale with your knees toward the sky. Exhale them to one side. Inhale up. Exhale opposite side. Taking your windshield wiper movements as slow as your breath needs to be. Not speeding up your breath to meet the movement. This should be releasing any tension we might have conjured up with opening up the hips, as well as continuing to release that little psoas muscle that likes to cause a lot of riffraff when too tight. Now, I happen to love these windshield wipers, but if there's something else in your personal practice that you need, another stretch, maybe you want to take lying pigeon or some other hip opener that you just love. Maybe it's in your practice to take some deeper expression of a back bend like upward bow or what's known as will pose for many. Or you want to take another twist or turn, or you're just ready to take legs up the wall or shavasana. Whatever makes sense for you, please do tend to your body. I always tell my students, don't worry about what is yoga and what isn't yoga, especially when we get to the end of practice. Just allow the body to stretch and move. Don't, don't look around and question if you're in a studio what you should be doing. Just do what feels most natural. Remember, you might be creating the best yoga pose for your body. Never be afraid of that. I have to admit, one of the things I miss about teaching live classes is watching students maneuver their own body, their own physiology, and me learning from them as a student myself, applying that learned knowledge, and then hopefully teaching it to others. And I've done that more times than I can count. What's also neat about practicing in audio like we are today is just honoring your body and not knowing exactly what I'm doing and I'm not knowing exactly what you're doing. We're literally just engaged in the practice of yoga, of asana, the postures, the poses, moving meditation. All right, my running yogis. I hope that today's practice was a perfect complement 
to your practice of running. Thank you for allowing me to guide you and also to practice with you. I do wish you all to go in peace. Until next time, namaste.